Kanbanwa. Kanbanwa. Hambagu House is a terrace house recap podcast with three girls and one boy. They watch each episode in their own beautiful house with their own beautiful automobile. They observe the lives of the house members and discuss their thoughts and feelings. There is no script at all. Hi. 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 Welcome. Welcome to Hambagu House. Uh, my name is Dawn. And this is Brad. And this is Christine. And this is Laura. We have Christine joining us this evening because Audrey couldn't be here due to uh, conditions because she's she's a youth. What do we say? What do they say? Due to the conditions of her youth. Yeah. She's, due to the conditions related to being a youth. Yeah, she's a she's just, very young tonight, so she couldn't be here. Just because of her youth, simply. Um, how's everyone doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you doing, Don? Not well. I, for some reason, only had one cup of coffee today, whereas I normally have uh, average three and a half. Yeah. That was Owie. Good. So I don't know why I did it either. It was... What about, uh, did you have any cocktails when you went out with the girls? I did not. I elected to just have a Sprite because I had already had a headache and I didn't want to exacerbate because I wanted to just... I wanted to be fresh for the pod, and I wanted to be ready for sleepy sleeps when we're done with this, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't be podcasting now, probably, if you had a, a sip of the devil juice. <laughs> you'd, be well, you'd be under the covers. I, I, I did order a Reuben, because I'm always on the quest for the best Reuben. Mm. And uh, this one, it was so salty. I could only really eat half of one half. It was just too disappointing yeah it was it was disappointing so i can only count on terrace house right now to to lift me up from these dark times well i'll be keeping my fingers crossed that you don't barf thank you christine laura how are you i'm having a good night how about you um right we already covered that we already discussed that christine it's just like a, <laughs> it's like a knee-jerk it's like a knee-jerk response. I can't help myself. It's like, I will say, I'll take that Reuben that you didn't want. Um, the salt, that's that's all me. Are you feeling feeling like you could intake some salt tonight? I'm feeling a little salty. We'll be talking about You're some food. Unsalty. We'll be about some food when we recap this episode. And maybe we can speculate as to the salt content in the food that we see tonight. I think that's a, that's a great idea. So we'll have that's a salt. That's all update. we should discuss. Well, why don't, let's let's let okay. Uh, since there's no usually we have somewhat of a skeleton of an app thing, we usually don't have that now. Yeah, I mean, so I'm just gonna kind of like wing it a little bit out of chronological order. Are you guys gonna be mad if I do that? I'm so mad. But this is gonna say, let's just be crazy. I mean, let's just jump segment. around. Let's talk, let's talk about the food. Let's go right to the food. The food that we see that I instantly recall is whatever. Uh, Eureka and her estranged boyfriend are dining on in that restaurant. Yes, that threw me for For the a love loop. of all. What is what are they eating? It's like a little leaf, like a leaf that you would like find in the fall on the ground, like a dried leaf. It wasn't a little leaf. It was a giant leaf. Well, I guess it is giant. When they show the close-up of the food, you can't really tell the scale. And at first I was like, this is like a quarter of a teaspoon of food. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's more like two, maybe three teaspoons, because when they zoom out, 
It's a gigantic, not just a gigantic leaf, but a gigantic plate. Okay, I'm looking at the picture now. It's a very large leaf, I would say. It's as big as the plate. Yeah, I would yeah, say it's a, it's and it's a large inches. plate. It looks so unappetizing. Look, I usually am down with any Japanese concoction of food. But this, this, I'm going to say it. It looks like a turd on a leaf. Laura. I'm sorry, I don't know guys. what kind of turd you see, but. Dark. Holy moly. That's it looked to me like heard. a piece of coal. Like, That's what I thought. You yeah, know, we're from, that is some of us here are from Pennsylvania, and we would go on field trips to uh, anthracite museum. Anthracite, and it looks like a it looks like a little chunk of coal you'd bring home as a souvenir when you went to visit. You know, uh, it's a dried leaf with a piece of coal and a dollop of mustard on the side. Yeah, and a little. I mean, bit, what are you? How are you supposed to and eat And a little that? bit of powdered sugar next to the mustard too. There's no, powdered, no, sugar. powdered sugar. That's a glare. No, no, that no, is definitely. No. Oh my god, you're right. <gasps> oh my god, I'm sorry, Christine. That has mm-hmm. to be salt. I think it's salt. Yeah, it, it does I mean, this could be like caviar, maybe. I was going to say, what if it's, it's some caviar. sort of row? I'm thinking. I think it's, it's a row. row. I think oh, and it looks like there's little pieces of salt in the black too. Brad's yeah, like honing zoomed. in on it. Yeah, I have this. I have this thing zoomed in, like as if I'm I'm on, I'm in the CIA. Turd. Turd. Yeah, and caviar is usually very salty, so. If this was not on a dried brown leaf and it didn't have that mustard on the side, maybe if it was with some green stuff, I, I'd be interested. Brad, like, do, you all time, right. do you have a timestamp on the screenshot that you got of this? We can send it no. if our fans want to. Uh, well, I'll just use I this don't. picture. I'll just but, use this well, picture and then post it on a. The conversation Insta, starts Instagram. at, at yeah, almost minute 17. Instagram. Yeah, so check us out on Instagram, listeners. Hambagu House. Instagram.com slash Hambagu House. H-A-M-B-A-G-U-H-O-U-S-E. Is or that if correct? You're, yeah, or, or if, is it you're, just Hambagu? if you're not going to Instagram via the website. <laughs> I know, I'm old school. <laughs> you can just, in Instagram, first you open the app. What is a website? And then you search the words Hambagu House. And it'll come up. And then you'll get to see this disgusting leaf. I just, for me, what I don't like. Here's the thing that I'm really, okay. I have it paused on 1646. Okay. Uh, and the leaves, it, their plates have definitely been used. Their silverware has been used. They have eaten. There's smears, f- smeared food on Gross. each plate. The leaves are gone. <gasps> Wait, is the center plate still there there is a box in the center of the table oh that's why at the end of the meal then like i feel that middle plate was taken away i refuse to believe they ate the leaf like that leaf to me is the thing that upsets me the most because i'm still looking at it i feel like if you went in you went in to get the coal poop and like that leaf is going to break apart and get onto the food, and then you're going to get stuck eating like a dried leaf, which is see, it I like fish skin, not a leaf at all. Uh, it's it's oh, got no, no, it's a leaf. No, it has That's, to be a leaf. Yeah, we don't have the spine. Oh, so it and it doesn't even look brown to me. What it reminds me of it looks is like, like leather, decorative leaves, like from so the holidays. Big. It almost looks sprayed gold. Like I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm associating with like Christmas. Decoration. You're being too nice. That just looks like a gross drive. No, 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 no. I don't think that makes it more appetizing. That makes it more disturbing to have that connected (laughs) to my food. 
It's horrible. Ugh. I don't like it. It's but so that really, tall. I'm going to do a segue. That just, this leaf coal poop really symbolizes how bad this interaction and dinner was for Eureka. Yeah. <sighs> She's oh my like God. a sister wife. Wait, what? She's Mr. dressed White? like a sister wife. A oh, sister she's dressed wife. like a sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. No offense to uh, all the sister wives out there. Our listening. sister wives, listeners, Live your truth. that have been filling our inbox. Anyway, um, you have Laura has a real thorn in her side over over this boy's sweater. Oh, I really disagree with the commentators wholeheartedly like well, this is a, this sweater is something that takui would wear you know nine times out of ten they they and and yamasato they always wear those collared sweaters no they're wearing the collared sweaters in the next episode to make fun of the ex-boyfriend oh yes. i like that sweater i well, think they're that's kind of poking fun. fun they're doing it yeah, they're poking solid. fun of that sweater but, but like they oh. were they because they I yes, thought they, they were comment on it they comment on we can talk about it next time well I know they're doing it because of him yeah I guess what I'm saying is in this episode I think their admiration for his sweater was genuine genuine like that is a sweater a good person would wear yeah no no now no, that no. I say it out loud I guess maybe they are being sarcastic I don't think they were this is my beef with the sweater okay. And they, I, the commentators were like, oh, he's a good guy because of that sweater. Or maybe they were being sarcastic. I didn't get that. The second, and I felt this the first time I watched this too. The second I saw him in that sweater, I'm like, they're not getting back together. <laughs> they're just not. It's a nice sweater. Don't get me wrong. I like that style sweater. I'm like, I'm from the Northeast. That is like such a, like you'd see in Maine, everywhere. I love that sweater. But... I feel like it's like, oh, they're going to meet up. I'm going to try and impress her. I haven't seen her in a while. I'm going to, like, dress up a little bit. That looks like he came straight from wherever he's doing his rounds. Like, it just, it's not an impress-a-girl sweater. It's just not. And he just seemed like kind of, I don't know, just conveyed, I don't care. I don't give an, I don't give a F about this relationship. Huh. That's how I feel. And you know what? I'm right. So just saying. Well, but he did. I think he claims he went into it happy. He was happy he heard from her. But then when he heard her say the words, he wasn't completely over the moon ecstatic. He, I think. She was like, I still love you. I like how they were like, she's like, we broke up in a good way, which is kind of crushing in itself but then she was like oh but i still love you blah 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 and i think that's when he was like oh i thought we were just like getting together to be friends and hang out and i don't want this and he's trying again to like let her down really easy because he's like we'll just like and he's being a little cowardly i think because the next time they see each other he has to be like we are totally broken up. We're not seeing each other. I'm moving back to my hometown. This is it. Definitely 100%. Like, I feel like this one, he was trying to be like, we'll just talk in a few weeks. Well, I mean, he that. did that because he didn't want her to lose track of the exams. Because we said that he would, like, crush her and then she True. would do bad on the exams. And so he was trying to be like, I want to be like, 
you know, again, yeah. this is in hindsight of everything, right? Because he even says the whole thing, like how, like, well, when we were together, we, you know, try to focus on the exams and not each other when it was exam time. So I don't want to really do this right now. Yeah, talk look, in a couple of weeks, but I'm not. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. Like he seems okay. He seems like really focused on his studies, and and he clearly he just. I think he was. He wanted the relationship to end. She didn't. I'm not. I'm not like going after him, except for a sweater. But like, I just feel like I saw him in that sweater, and I knew before there was any talking that they were not going to get back yeah. together. Well, points to you. I'll give you a point for that. But it's like so hard. It's yeah. so hard to watch because it's he, just. Well, he does have the same android-like countenance as Eureka. So maybe they made a good couple at one point. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I mean, like, you know, I think even when they break up for real the next time, I just feel like he's just trying to be. Like he's not being mean. Maybe he is. No. I don't know. We'll see. He's just he's just being honest. So I'm sure they were a good couple at one point. But it's just just you just see like the earnestness in her and just like it's heartbreaking. You know, it's like I oh I love you and he's like yeah. oh it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I think um you know I. Uh, I wonder if part of the appeal of this show to the Japanese population is that they just like watching awkward situations. I mean, like dramatic situations or, or tense situations, like awkward situations. Because like it's the same thing earlier in this episode with Makoto is in the room after Minori more or less tells him like there's no chance, mm-hmm. even though he gave her the shoes. Which was apparently, you know, we didn't really talk about, address this so much last week. I think, like, just how big a deal the commentators made of him saying that line, that's why I bought you the shoes. Yeah. That was the biggest douchey thing to say. But as an American, I'm like, it's just something he said. Like, it's not, what's the big deal with that line? He was explaining why he bought the shoes, what they meant. Yeah, like, maybe. And they were just like, what a braggart talking about. He had never had to say, bring up that he bought her the shoes. Right. Well, that's like just such a huge cultural difference. Like, yeah, they come from a place of just humility is the, right. the core. Yeah. yeah. It's totally a cultural difference alert. Yeah. <laughs> right there. I just wanted to call it out. You know, it also might be, I know. And again, I feel we're always speaking completely out of turn, not researching this enough and just going on assumptions. But like, I know there's, you know, like the whole gift giving culture in Japan is such a huge deal. I mean, if you go to someone's house, you have to bring a gift. Like, it's seen as rude if you don't. Like, and then people give gifts back. Like, it's a whole, almost like a ritual. Like, it's a big deal. And I wonder him calling out the giving of a gift is seen as, like, super rude. Like, like yeah. reminding someone, like, well, I did get you that gift. You know? Right. Like, but, I mean, it's not like he said it that way, right? right. Like, but I, mean, I wonder, like, that's my thing. Yeah, but that's how they hear it, right? Yeah. right. He's just like... You know, I'm not going to be able to see you for a while because um, I have to focus on baseball. And but I hope we can, you know, get back together and we can do some more running and stuff when I'm done. And that's why I bought you the shoes, just so you could, you know, think of me and think about the fact that maybe we'll get back together. And I wonder it if like, it was said in a tone that we obviously can't hear, right? Or in an 
like in a saying that we don't, under, you know, that we all also yeah. can't hear, you know. Right. It's definitely. But it is true. They, I mean, they harp on it again this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I felt kind of justified. That's a good point. But but going back to the awkward situations, so after that happens, after Minori kind of tells him there's no chance, he goes back to the room and is talking to the other guys about it. Like, everyone knows Minori and Uchi are starting to get together, and this guy was trying to put in his bid, and hopefully, you know, maybe still be in the running. He's not, yet they still just all just kind of talk about it Almost in this, like, third-person way. I know what you mean. That, like, it's, like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's totally... I mean, at least the commentators call it out. Like, Uchi, when when uh, Yamasato was like, I imagine Uchi is laughing hysterically <laughs> yeah. inside. But, like, you're not allowed to... I mean, one, laughing would be one thing, but even just be like, hey... You're talking about my girl. It's just so weird. Yeah, like it. it so you expected awkward. Uchi to so go like, awkward. like, dude, like, what, like, why are you still talking about this to me? Like, it was super. I, I just, I feel like maybe it's such a fascinating show because you just don't see people having these conversations like in public ever, you know? And it's like you get to actually see people, like men and women, interacting casually and dating and stuff like that you just i don't know maybe you just don't you don't see it as much because people aren't touchy-feely or everything in public so i think the appeal is just that maybe that interaction i mean we love it too so i think that's my my appeal as well (laughs) but i also think in that conversation with in the guy's room like Makoto totally told the story. Oh um, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a completely different way than what actually happened. Yes, totally like face saving. She was just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh well, I guess, you know, she just I don't know what was going on. I was like, dude, you know what more or less was see like, a real story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She more or less was like, on no uncertain terms, like you are just no way. Like it ain't happening. And 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 he just comes back and is like, yeah, she was just kind of like, I guess it's bad timing. It's not going to work out. <laughs> I know. And I was like so mad because once again, he was like setting it up like totally saving face and like in front of Uchi that like if I was Uchi, I'd been like, oh, man, what's she doing? But then he gave her a head massage and that's all that mattered. Oh, the Indian foreplay. Yeah. Talk about t- you're talking about touchy feely. <laughs> Woo! It's almost too hot for TV. <laughs> it was pretty great. The, the steam, the it's, close touching. It was cute. It was super cute. They're super I mean, cute. You could Uchi was really like if you look at his face. Yeah, he's smitten. He yeah. Well, he was just there. I mean, it it did seem like, and maybe I'm just projecting, but kind of like I don't know. Like an episode of the Wonder Years or something, huh. where like you know Kevin like gets to like touch Winnie's knee accidentally, and Aww. then has to like hope he doesn't pass out from the like excitement of it. Like it, he seemed to be in that kind of a zone. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm touching a woman's head. <laughs> okay, 
You can do this, man. <laughs> like, I think he's trying so hard to just keep it cool. And, like, yeah. I feel like in his head, he's like, oh, my God. Like, this is like, I hope this is okay. You know? And, and it was really cute. She made him dinner afterwards. Yes. That was She adorable. made uh, kind of like a meat sauce. Like a ragu. Like a, yeah, a meat sauce, meat meat spaghetti I mean, sauce. I want to talk pasta. about appetizing. That looked appetizing. Yeah, that looked. And if we want to talk about salt, I bet she put a lot of salt in there. I bet it was perfectly seasoned. So we have some kind of coal poop slash caviar. Yeah, lots of salt in there, probably. If it's caviar, at least we got the ragu going on. Lots of salt. So this is a good salt episode. This is a good salt episode. It's my kind of episode. Yeah. I think that um, Hopefully you youth, feel better now. the youth is drinking emergency, which is probably <laughs> balanced with some salts. So if you look That's at right, everybody's glasses, right. everybody seems to have water except him. So he probably like put a little emergency in his. Uh... Where do you get that from? Did he actually say that he, he was sick? He always has like an orange drink. It could be tang. Okay. Could be like a, vit- <laughs> a vitamin water. It's like all the other people have like vodka and he has orange juice. Yeah, they just have straight vodka in their yeah. giant water glasses. <laughs> Sake, I guess. Let's go culturally more direct. Yeah. Um, what else happens in this episode? Oh, uh, so Minori has a job she's getting ready to do. I want to know more about this girl award. Like, what what do we think it is? Uh, Modeling is it like fashion week? Is it like? It seems like it's uh, yeah. I mean, we get we see it more in depth in the next episode. What is it called exactly? The girls award? Yeah, the girl award or the girls award? And like everyone and seems to modeling. know what it is. Like she was yeah. like the girl award. They're like, oh yeah, unless she has described it in a previous scene that of course they don't show us. Yeah. To explain well, what I it feel is. it's it probably like a very... just something yeah that just known over there. It is kind of like 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 Don said, like maybe like a fashion week kind of thing, or like some kind of fashion award. Yeah, fashion week with like an awards added to it. I don't know. The guys. He's modeling Jill by Jill Stewart. Yeah, which it's a nice brand. Yeah, yeah. But the two guys. There's so there's two guys and a girl at the table at the casting office, and the guy in the middle that's doing the most of the talking. It just reminded me so much of, um the guys that Bill Murray is interacting with in Lost in Translation when he's going on his oh, tour for the yes, for the whiskey or whatever right. it is that yeah. he's uh yeah. Santori time. I mean it was just like this guy is so awesome. He's got the hair, he's got the glasses and the jewelry and and here's Minori just standing there like I just walked back and forth. And to me it looked like yeah, she just walked like a model walks. They just sort of like saunter, and they're very tall. And yeah, just kind of walk with a little like bit a, of it's determination. Like a controlled gallop or something. And then he's like, "Oh, I I think you should have fun with this." And it's like, "What?" Like I just loved. He's like, yeah. "I want you to have yeah. yeah, I want you to have fun and have a good time, but be true to our brand." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like. Oh my, I love like that. It's like so could you couldn't say anything more fashiony or like I just loved and it. Is, I mean, like, fun, it, but not too is much. that helpful? Is that constructive no. advice? Because no. I mean, oh my goodness. Jill Stewart is not a fun brand like at all. Yeah. So. 
she's there in like a very like chic black jumpsuit it's like have fun yeah like okay <laughs> she's so much taller than the woman that that walks her to the door i wonder how tall she actually is I mean, she just towers over that other woman. It's crazy. Yeah, we need to get the start I guess compiling she's some data sheets on these people. But she anyway. seems pretty tall. Yeah, and she has long limbs. She has long limbs. Like <laughs> they're like she's stiff, but she has long limbs. <laughs> it was just so cute when uh, Mizuki offered to help her. I mean, Mizuki, you know, Mizuki's oh, just like so nice. she's like the girl you want on your team, like always, always. And she's like, I'll help you. I'll help you walk. She's like recording her on her phone and and it was so funny because she's like, Oh, you're not doing that thing with your left foot when when it swings out to the side or something and I was like, how would you even n- notice that? Like to me she just looks like she's walking. I mean, I guess it's like, yeah, I have to walk in a straight line, but <laughs> they're like actually finding th- ways to fine tune it. I was like, Wow, this is really I don't know. I know she was so putting it in slow mo and then like analyzing it frame by frame. She's like, "Oh, you're just working so hard." <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know. Practicing that walk. No, I know, but she was like so sincere and nice about it. I'm like, "You've had like a long day at work, you know," and then you're helping her out. I liked it. She's the best. It's good egg. It's good egg. And she never does get her uh, her happy ending. None of the guys were good enough for her. Sorry. Yeah, that's... That's kind of true. Yeah. It's true. I think she has high expectations, as she should, because she's great. Um, What else? I mean, the only other scene Whoa. that we really talked about is the little powwow in Blast as they were getting ready for their day. How they oh, yeah. it was like morning oh. meeting or whatever. I just, I just oh, love that. that. I was like, wow, it'd be so awesome to have your your workday start like that. Like, all right, everybody, this is what we're gonna do. Everybody's just like, yep, yep. Yeah, I liked that a lot. I was like, this yeah. feels such a calm, nice way to start a day. Like, she's like, we're at the just meeting, and we'll have a, a meeting level. later. I just yeah. liked it. Like a level of formality, I did not expect from a hairdressing place Mm -hmm. like we have an all hands in the morning because there's like important announcements but i guess when you're at a high-end place like that that gets hired for the girls award it'll happen yeah gotta have your shit together yeah well the the scene we did i thought you were gonna mention actually the last is the 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 powwow in the boys room at the end Makoto drops the shocker. Oh my goodness, that's yeah, yeah, that's like in the very, very final minutes. Like in the I last forgot. last two minutes. Yeah. I mean it would I would I'm not sad to see him go, but he I feel like I feel like he was somewhat sincere in being like basically he's like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I thought I'd find some direction here, which is strange. And it's like you guys actually have a direction in your life and you've inspired me. And I was like, well, that's kind of nice. Yeah. It goes back to the ultimate recurring theme of Terrace House, which is the being inspired to do your best by being surrounded by other people. Mm-hmm. It's true. Have you said Gumbaru? Gumbaru. Yes, to do one's but best. I, I felt so, bad for him, but I think it does take guts to, like, you know, do some self-reflection and 
and actually say those yeah those words before he yeah. says and the words as the title of the episode says <laughs> cuz it is, is hard that i think what they're referring to i don't know i mean we could talk about that because i mean maybe the, maybe it is just referring to these last final minutes of the show before he says the words Nobody else. Well, I mean, are they talking about Rico's? It might be Rico. Does he have a name? Do we know what his name is? Um, I'm going to say no. I don't think they said it. Unless she starts to talk. I think she starts to talk about him in the next episode. Yeah, maybe. the girls. I I think maybe we hear his name then. I guess we'll see. But it is like, I feel like there is. Even like I feel for Makoto in this situation only because it's like, okay, you're graduating school. You kind of always the only clearly the only thing he's ever wanted to do is do baseball. And I think he's realizing that's not going to work out for him. And it's like, okay, now what do I do? That's hard. Even though I don't really personally like him, I understand. Well, and he had the wisdom to realize he was starting to overstay his welcome and he should just leave yeah yeah like he could have been mashed up with like armand who's like well why would i leave and <laughs> turn into some kind of like malignant version <gasps> of of that you know what i, I mean you're gonna say armand was malignant no 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 armand was awesome right but if armand was makoto and was there for like 40 episodes straight he is like the <laughs> antithesis of armand isn't he yeah so like is speaking he- of all that Wait. like yeah, like, I would say he is probably, like, the least likable character in the series. Mm. Well, there's not Maybe the, the least likable man. I don't know. I mean, no. she, she definitely... <laughs> Laura's putting the smack she's down. A, she's a man. man. I mean, I'm interested to see how I feel upon second viewing, but I didn't I have such know. a visceral reaction as Laura did, too. Yeah, and I, I think that... I felt for her like she had her issues, but I kind of saw where she was coming from. Yeah. You know, like no. you got to make sure you come back for those apps. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure. I feel, um, I feel Nanchan was an extremely selfish person. She wasn't well, she was just an extreme troublemaker. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was like, Hey, selfish. what do you think about loungewear? What? I was just asking. I thought it would be good to get it out in the like. It's, it's just I think horrible. It was, it was a lack of self awareness or a lack of of social awareness. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, whatever I mean, caused it, it was pretty horrible. Yeah. You know, definitely a malignant. What, what was it they called her? They have like two house meetings, guys. I mean, yeah. oh, I mean, she definitely caused more drama, without a doubt. But I don't know. I there was a part of her that I don't know. I just I felt she wanted to, the house to be clean. I can relate to that. A very frustrating, selfish character. We've just jumped like twenty some episodes into the future. Sorry. We'll have to just reel it. I mean, but no, I yeah, just mean, fine, I agree. But- I agree in terms of like the most oh the what's that model the model slash construction worker guy oh oh yeah jerky, jerky. that's right mm, he wasn't like as him? bad as Makoto yeah exactly no yeah 
Uh, I mean, although he, what he, he did, what he said was, to her when he broke up was the which worst. Granted, was the worst. It's probably the worst. Although, it, again, it's hard to really understand how it translates. But yeah, that no, was pretty that bad. was uncalled for. I feel like well, I mean, we're getting so ahead, but I will say, like, mm. I feel so like deep in the weeds. his comments to <laughs> my my dear heart, who's who she'll be on soon. I mean, oh, yeah, I feel like that was the seed for this podcast. It was like because I remember Brad and I either texting or something about that. And it was just kind of like, all right, we need to like talk about this. And that- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was the, that was the straw that was like, okay, this, we need to like go back, start over and record what we're thinking about this show. Yeah. We need to move beyond like all, all caps texting for a long time. But okay. But just words out loud. With all those other characters, and I know we're getting ahead, but with all those others, like, yeah, there's some awful things, there's some awful whatever, but they also had likabilities about them. With Makoto, like, I don't know. Is there much to like about him? No, there's really not. You're right. It's kind of like a- He's kind of hot. Has some I mean, cool I, yeah, names. I mean, like, the first time I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. He's mm. just kind of like a jock. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't think, I just don't think. I don't think there's I'm not saying he's stupid. I just there's not much depth to him. No. Like he's kind of just like this is what I like whatever. What I think is uh, like with what's so I don't know, likable about the whole show and about the characters is that they're all like you were talking about the earnestness of of um what's the doctor chick? Eureka. Uh, Eureka. Eureka and her her ex. Like, yeah, there's all that earnestness. And so so many of them have so much earnestness. And Makoto has none of that. There's just no effort. There's no... I mean, although there was that one time we were just talking about where he was... Like, I guess when he was saying he was going to leave. That's like the one moment where you actually mm-hmm. saw a little... Well, no, when he goes... Well. when he Earlier when he tells the story of him being like... You know, I was messing around in baseball and then I got it and I was benched for a year and then I got it together and I came back. I, like, don't that know. Was, I felt it in that funny. way. I, I, I felt him in that story because he was meaning it. He was like, you know, I see. I just kind of felt like he was just kind of telling a story like, like I didn't get I much. Feel he was being truthful. Did, no, no, no. I don't. I'm not saying I distrusted him, but like I just didn't get much. Like, he was just kind of like, yeah, this kind of, I did this, and yeah, I guess that was kind of dumb. But, like, I don't know. I just, I really don't see, like, he puts forth the effort and the, the emotional. That's the truth. He told that story, and I felt, I I disagree. I felt for him in that moment. But I think what's frustrating, and it's so true, I totally agree. Like, you see this earnest love of whatever they're pursuing with a yeah. lot of the characters. Um, mm-hmm. But... You see him like just you can tell he doesn't have the thing that's going to get him to be kind of like the extraordinary level, right. Right. like some other future characters, especially. And it's just like so it's so just it's like kind of a little heartbreaking and like disappointing to watch. Yeah. But then also, yeah. but he's also like he's not really a, like I don't really like you that much, so it's also like like I'm okay. Right. All right, but that's that's why you don't though. Like I feel like Armand's whole arc is everyone's like Armand, you don't do enough. Like you're just lazing about or whatever, and then by the end they're like, that is your path, Armand. <laughs> Guide us in your own way. Like you know what I mean? And right. it's like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's. So like- I don't think that's true at all, actually, about Armand. But like you know, yeah. it's just funny. So what is the difference between the two? Armand's nice. 
Well, yeah. He's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's all, like, he seemed like when he started, you're like, Rrr. but he ends up being a really nice guy. I feel like Armand's like a Buddha. He's like this just, you know, there's no, you know, it's the path of not least resistance, but like. He flows he's, like the water, yeah. like Hawaii. Yeah. He's like, he's like the dude. Mm-hmm. He is like the dude. What do you want to be when you grow up? Happy. Mm-hmm. Where's Macomb? Mind blown. <laughs> Hansan's mind blown. Oh my god, we're just like so. We're talking about like such future episodes. Mm-hmm. Love it. I don't care. So much good stuff to come. <laughs> I don't know. Do we have anything else? It was just like a really solid good app yeah. went by so quickly for me. Like I was it in did. every yeah, second. Really quick. Very quick. Was the, I mean, ugh, this past week has been pretty bad so i feel it's a highlight in the dark scape of our country right now something to look for by the time this is released we have no idea everything will be okay it'll be (laughs) it'll be way worse (laughs) or way better or whatever be here anyway okay well should we wrap it up then wait 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 i have a show recommendation uh-uh. So I, guess this is, uh-uh. I feel like this is the wrap-up section, but I don't want to forget because I wrote it down. There's a show on Netflix. Josh and I were just scrolling through, doing a deep scroll, as we tend to do. And we saw this show called Japan Style Originator. Ooh. Has anyone seen it? No. No. It's great. Is it so, a fictional show? It, no, it is not. It is a... Each episode is about, I guess, they're all different lengths. Like, I think the first one is was like 40 minutes or so. And it's a show in Japan. It's a Japanese show. Kind of like a, it's like an informational show slash pop quiz element mixed in with some panelists. Um, so it's basically like they deep dive on all sorts of Japanese things, but it's like for Japanese people to learn more about, say, tempura. Say like, do you want to know what the worst thing to order for tempura is? If you choose, like if you have a full tempura meal, don't order that eel first. It will screw up the oil, you know, things like that. But it's like in a really like there's some terrible child reenactments which are really the weakest part of the show but then there's like all this other stuff so it's incredibly informative but also super wacky there's highly recommend e- oh wait there's not 54 there's not like no there's like some episodes for some unknown reason are not available I see that it goes episode two four five eight thirteen fourteen yes interesting it's odd i highly recommend it though all right japanese style originator Oh, yeah, it is Japanese style. Sorry, I said Japan style. You're fired. Well, sorry, guys. Well, but we'll we started watching the Japanese garden one. It's, yeah, it's like so detailed. And some of the things are like, are you kidding me? And then some of it's really interesting. So we can. And then, like, at the end of this tempura episode, which was very interesting. They show this guy making something, and the whole time you're like, what is happening? Like, it shows these, like, deep Japanese craft things that it's like, I can't believe that's still existing, and it's amazing. It's great. Highly recommend. And it's on Netflix. Thank you, Laura. You're welcome, Dawn. So look at this one. Episode 5. 
a segment covering fun facts about tofu, including why it's counted in such a unique way, is followed by a lesson in the proper way to wear a yukata. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Also, sorry, I'm going on, but really it's interesting. In Maybe in the Japan Garden one or in the Tempura one, they, oh no, it's in the Japan Garden one. They meet um, this like beautiful, elegant, older woman, like elegant, a grandma, and she's wearing a, like a full-on kimono outfit, whole thing. Like she's incredible. And then they like go to eat to be like, how do you eat with like this, like literally thousands and thousands of dollars kimono. And they go to like this, like, hole-in-the-wall noodle shop where she's like eating like udon noodles in a bowl in her perfect kimono and you're like ah and even the announcer is like what's happening (laughs) like because he's with her and he's like we're really gonna do this she's like oh yes this is great i always come here in my kimono (laughs) (laughs) it's incredible like, why aren't you at some fancy place having, like, a, I don't know, anyway, having sushi or something? I don't know. Anyway. Wow. I will watch this. Anybody else well, have any recommendations? Thanks for the wreck, Laura. Yeah, it can any be a little slow. Embargo House Rex. I did not come prepared with a, with a wreck yeah, today. Yeah, I don't have Rex. Uh, memoirs of a geisha? Rex in effect. <laughs> Basic. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> All right. Well, thanks okay. for listening, everybody. We'll be back with uh, our recap of episode 11, which is called Boy from the Rainbow State. Oh, my God. What could be happening in this episode? I guess we'll have to find out. Have to stay tuned. All right. All right. Until good night, then, do your best. Do your best. Gambate. 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 Gambate.